0: To listen to the full episode, subscribe to our Substack at datologycoach.substack.com. For $7 a month, you'll receive six to eight full-length podcast episodes, access to exclusive dating advice posts, and admission to our monthly dating advice Zoom session.
1: Okay, a little about me. I am single for the past five years after a 10-year toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. Only in the last year of dating have I been somewhat open to having a boyfriend, but now I'm wondering if maybe I'm too vigilant in looking for red flags and seeing them where they're not actually there. Uh, you no. You know, not. Mm. <laughs> uh, uh, hang on. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. oh, no, it's, this is a little bit of a longer one. So okay. um, I just decided to interject. So last fall, I met a man and we had two dates. We did not have sex, but there was definitely chemistry. He was in a new job, and that's very demanding, but it requires a fair bit of travel Monday through Friday. I don't want to get into too many specifics, but it is in the same field as me and verifiable. Okay, so his travel would cause him to be in my area from time to time, but otherwise he lives about an hour and a half away. Um, And I am in an area that is mostly small towns spread uh, one or two hours apart from each other. So I also know he had to buy a home in the area uh, of his job in order to have that job. Okay? We talked for a few weeks and I was excited about having met a man with what seemed to be emotional intelligence and integrity. That is exciting. And then I noticed that on weekends, radio silence. He told me he spent time in the city with his kids on weekends, which is great, but each weekend I would hear nothing at all from him. Because of this pattern, I decided he wasn't really into me or wasn't really single. I started to think that when he would go to visit his kids, that he was going back home to his wife and kids. I'd been to his house before and it was sparse. A landing pad only, perhaps when coupled with the knowledge that he had to live in the area for his job. So with only two dates between us, I saw no reason to ask and just let it fizzled out. Um, And I would say that he did too. But recently, he messaged me through a dating app, and he was in town and asked if I would join him for the evening. The pleasant chemistry was still there, and after a time, I brought up how we let it fizzle out before. He told me at the time he didn't have the capacity to give me much effort um, or the attention that I deserved, and given his job, I thought that was valid. I should also have asked what was different about now, but I did not. (laughs) Told him that I let it fizzle out because I noticed a pattern of no contact on weekends. And so he seemed like he was not single to me. Now this part, (laughs) maybe a red flag or maybe it's a green flag. He said that on weekends, he goes to his ex-wife's house and stays there to co-parent. I don't have a problem with that if it's true. On one hand, having an amicable relationship with an ex is admirable when kids are in the picture. On the other hand, what an easy lie! <laughs> so we ended our date. we again did not have sex, continued to chat afterwards, and then a a weekend came up, and I didn't hear from him all weekend. The work week started, and the texting continued. Now it is the weekend again, and not another word. So at best, I think this man still doesn't have room or capacity for a relationship, and at worst, he's not single. I've been uh it's been my a uh, couple close friends who have really confused me on this because they're usually quick to dismiss anyone that i've dated for many legit reasons but this one they all seem to be giving him the benefit of the doubt which makes me wonder if i've become so vigilant in looking for signs that i'll get hurt that now i see signs everywhere that don't actually exist is this at the "fuck that guy" stage yet, or should I maybe give it some time? I also don't care if we go a few days without texting. It's more about the reason behind it. That's it.
0: Yeah, I don't. I, um, I don't think a weekends no contact, and he he spends he co-parents uh, at his ex-wife's home. Like even if they are separated, that's just baggage.
1: Well, right. I mean, it definitely implies you're not, I mean, he doesn't have the capacity or time, like you said, already. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, like dating somebody with a kid, it is, it's challenging. And I totally get the, like the weekends with the no contact. You know, that's how it started with Don and I. Over time, we would talk when his daughter was there. But for the most part, you know, we
1: didn't. Um, um, but- OK, well, hang on. Hang on. Okay. <laughs> I, oh, let me stop you right there. So, so, OK, if he's doing this on weekends, to me, that implies the children are young-ish. Mm-hmm. Right? Because teenagers uh, generally on weekends like don't want to hang out with both of their parents, especially mm-hmm. if their parents are divorced. Um, so probably the kids are young, which also should mean they go to bed early. So why are you no contact on weekends? Yeah,
0: I don't get that.
1: Uh, yeah, make it make sense.
0: I don't understand that. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand that. Um, to me, it just, something's off. And, right. you know, you're you're thinking, am I looking for red flags where there aren't any? No, there are red flags here. Because there even are. if he's not still married, that, that, you know, co-parenting at their home, that's challenging.
1: That's a lot. For
0: sure. You know, and- you know and again you're not being too hyper vigilant here
1: why yeah i mean again like why the new contact i think it makes sense
0: what is what's up there what's Mm -hmm. that going on like what's going on there i i I just i don't understand. either
1: he's trying to get back together with his wife or he's trying to protect her feelings in which case that would mean she's not ready to move on do you want to be involved in that i don't think you do yeah yeah, yeah, I, I mean, just, I don't know. I don't love this for you. I think it's, um, I think you've seen enough here.
0: Yeah, I just, I don't think you're overthinking this. I no. think that's a big challenge, and I don't know. You know, it's fine. Like in the beginning, um, yeah, like you're not going to be. He's not going, probably not going to be talking to you when he's with his kids. But like, how long is that going to
1: last? Well, how and here's ha- the other thing too. Mm-hmm. He knows this is weird. Mm-hmm. So the onus is on him to explain it. In a way that you feel comfortable and feel like you have all the information you need. Sounds like he's not doing that. hmm So, yeah. I mean, that's it for me.
0: Yes. Yeah, you're not overthinking this. No. Uh, I think this is a difficult hurdle to, to overcome too early in the relationship. Uh, and uh, here we go again. Like, did he, he should be telling you, like, hey, on the weekends, I co-parent. Yes. You know what I mean? He should have told you.
1: He should have told, so right, because he knows it's
0: weird. Right, and he <laughs> right? should be like, hey, you know, I, I I don't know, like, I don't expect, I don't know.
1: Would he? The onus right is out? on him to make you feel okay about it.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. yes, I just feel like he should have brought this up so that you weren't, mm-hmm. guys aren't stupid.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, they know
0: what we're going to, like, question. Yep. You know, so he knows right like- and now
1: by not bringing it up he has the benefit of you sitting there spinning your wheels contemplating is this worth pursuing mhm and that's how they get you and that's how they get you <laughs> <laughs> right cuz yeah. if they can i mean yeah if they can if they can sow doubt they'll certainly seize upon it mhm yeah so this is you're
0: just starting out of the gate bad you're not being uh, you're not being paranoid. No. In fact, I want what I want you to tell yourself is, "Wow, my instincts are great here because yeah. they were right. Mm-hmm. You, you were right, and that's yeah, what I think you so. need to tell yourself. Your instincts are your instincts for a reason, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter if it's quote unquote realistic. It doesn't matter if it's not something that would, if it wouldn't trigger somebody else. It triggers you, right? That's what matters, right? And and, I think and so. that just is not going to work for you." Everyone everyone has their own threshold. Everyone has their own differences.
1: Mm-hmm. No,
0: you're not being too hypervigilant. No. This is
1: he should have communicated this. It's weird. He knows it's weird. He kept okay. it from you. Yeah. And now that you know he's he's not doing anything to normalize it.
0: Yeah. But also I'm very when she said he had to buy the house, he had to buy the house to get the job. What? What job makes you buy a house? I don't yeah. That's, that's weird too. <laughs> you know? I don't really know. Yeah, it. This isn't feeling good to me. I, I don't. Nah. No, thank you. Next. I don't love this for you. No, nope, I think you nope. can do better. You can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Sarah. Final thoughts. Trust that intuition. Trust it always. Always yeah. trust your instincts and in, in your intuition. Yeah. Okay. Follow us on Instagram at Datology Pod. Follow me on Instagram at the Kristen M. T. H. E. C. H. R. I. S. T. A. N. M. Follow me on TikTok at Datology Coach. Um, submit your questions. Dataologycoach.com. Get those online, uh, the, get the Master Online Dating online courses. Learn how to write the best dating profile ever. I teach you how to write a profile where you can attract emotionally available um, matches who are going to be compatible with your interests. And how to, you can get the Master Online Dating online course. And it's going to teach you how to master the algorithm a little bit to get more targeted matches. Sorry, nothing else? Final thoughts? Nothing? Uh, value your time. Value your time.
1: <laughs> yeah. Bye.